Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. how I went no contact and how it worked. I recorded a final audio message on my phone. About 20 minutes I talked of all the good times, what I knew were leads gaslighting and the things that I knew would touch her. The good times we had. The things she was missing out on. I then told her I was blocking her on all levels and said my goodbye, how I wanted to say goodbye and sent it. I deliberately did it in the morning when I knew I would be swamped at W work for the next few days so that I simply wouldn't have time to wonder about anything. I then blocked her on every single social media account. I also did all her friends and family. She can keep them I have enough good friends who haven't been turned against me. I then marked her emails as spam. I never checked my spam. I then blocked her phone numbers. Personal and work. All friends and family. I then got an app and copied all texts and images from my phone to my laptop. I then copied everything to a portable hard drive and put it away. I can't remember where it is. I then deleted everything from my phone, laptop, emails, everything. Some of it was easy. Some of it was soul destroying, but she was so toxic. I had no choice. I then went to the doctors and told them what I'd been through lying about 16 affairs she had before she met me and talking to all the men behind my back probably having affairs when with me, and blaming me for being paranoid, saying I needed help etc. It was hard to talk to the doctor but being honest about it was the right thing to do. I needed real help. I was put into therapy and diagnosed as suffering acute PTSD and moderate depression due to insomnia. I used to wake up every 45 minutes missing her crying wanting to die. I can't die because I'm a dad. Then not being able to sleep again. I did my therapy and got myself a new therapist who I've been seeing for about a year now. She never contacted me because she can't contact me. In blocking her like I did I gave myself closure on my terms and freed myself of those gut-wrenching feelings when she would try gaslighting me. When she would try turning positive things I was saying into negatives. It's been about one one two years now. Trust me, it works. Peace and good luck to anyone considering. Update, to anyone who feels like their life is over or so much time wasted. Believe me. 8 years of hell. I gave everything and all I got in return was many layers of abuse. I realized, it's killing me. I knew it would be unbearable pain but I have duties to my daughter not to a spoiled child masquerading as an adult. For first time in my life I went single and accepted it was needed. Fast forward one year. A lot of therapy. I'm now almost 5 years sober. I quit smoking over 1-2 year now. 
I've paid off most my debt. I invested spare money put some away for daughter. I bought car. Work is good, lots of opportunities I now take good money now I'm present. Am good terms with landlord family friends. My garden is tidy. Tidying house takes time but no longer neglected after weekends wasted. Am slowly reconnecting with old friends I dropped during toxic times. And in 7 weeks time I'm taking my daughter, 12 years old. On a tropical adventure where we will go diving, eat good food, hang on beaches, watch sunsets and sunrises and do all the things a dad should do with his daughter before she moves on into her own life. I stayed in the toxic relationships because I feared being single and felt these people gave me status loyal to others not to myself. Abuse became acceptable. I was letting others affect my life. Not anymore. To anyone who feels like their life is over or so much time wasted. It's a cliche but. I truly do believe. The hardest cruelest unfair almost impossible lessons are the ones we learn the most from. Redditor's reaction story 2 after. Redditor 1. Congrats. It's a lot of work but it's so rewarding when you can come out on the other side of it. Redditor 2. Great job op. Really proud of you. I'm about to step into the same with my three kids. Wife cheated and divorce is about to be filed. I've been feeling the same as you and have been afraid of the unknown and being lonely. So these kind of posts are really great to see. Gives me hope for the future. Redditor 3. Life is worth living. Story 2. I got the closure that I thought would never come. My soon-to-be ex-wife picked up our daughter and seemed down. Me being me I asked what was wrong. Though I kicked myself instantly, I can't see people in pain. What came was a good hour-long conversation about how much she messed up her life. I was recovering from a mental breakdown when she ended things. She'd been having an affair. I moved in. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Out while the house went up for sale because she had nowhere to go, she thanked me by moving him in and introducing him to my daughter straight away. It was a horrid existence. Never felt pain like it before and I hope I never do again. She told me about his double life, the lies, the cheating, the other woman just like her he was seeing, that he'd proposed to, the third woman who was supposed to be her friend and the messages to others. I was happy about the apparent jealousy he felt towards me, he lived rent-free in my head for so long, that I'm glad I was wrong about them being happy. She told me how if she spent longer than 10 minutes dropping our daughter off, he thought we were sleeping together, how he hated most of all that she didn't hate me. She told me that her family, who so hurtfully cut me off hated her for what she did to me and wouldn't speak to him at all. Seems he was very controlling, I'm worried my daughter has seen arguments and fighting, 
There have been times she's been angry herself with no apparent cause. For now she seems very happy so I won't worry so much. Tears fell. She told me she regrets how easily she gave up on me and how she treated me. I didn't feel smug. I didn't feel happy she was sad or hurt. I felt sorry for her. Most of all I feel vindicated. I feel like a knot in my chest I've had for so long has lifted and I can finally breathe properly for the first time. I felt so guilty for so long like it was all my fault. I felt like such an unlovable fool. I'm not naive enough to think this is how she always felt, nor am I ignoring the fact that she knows how happy I am with my current partner, who I honestly think is the love of my life. All I could think about was her, how much she cares, how she builds me up, all just because she loves me. I just don't feel angry anymore. I looked into the eyes of someone who caused me so much pain, who I loved so much and threw me away anyway and I felt the same as I feel when a client tells me their troubles, no love, no longing, just attached empathy I have with the people I work with. I finally feel like it's behind me, I finally feel like I've completely moved past the pain. I just needed to tell someone, who better to understand than you lovely bunch, I hope every one of you gets to feel this way one day. Story 3, Strange Relations for 15 Years Since We Were 15 married now divorcing affair is a coffin nail the intro me 30m and my soon-to-be ex-wife 30f both are from a relatively small town in a small slavic country the one that made headlines back in 2020 and again in 2022 it all started in 2005 we went to school together and were never actually considered a couple but rather sweethearts based on the bond that existed between us back in those days her daddy issues date back to this very period as well long story short dad made huge debts and disappeared, single mom left behind, two kids, mobsters coming and searching for the missing dad literally every day. Guess this is where the trauma comes from. I will elaborate on the trauma and its impact below. We went to university together in 2009 same uni, different departments, and I was hoping to convert this bond into a full-fledged relationship. But this is the point where it all started to go wrong. We have been on and off since that year, had some 2-3 days of wild s time and then got split again for some 8-12 months. Theory of attraction could have explained a lot back in a day, but ironically enough I discovered it 3 weeks ago. This is where I could have taken a different route, if only I knew. This all lasted till 2014. We both had relations with other people in between our brief rendezvous, but eventually got drifted towards each other at the end of each cycle yeah, this never-ending anxious preoccupied fearful avoidant curse. 2014 was the year when it all began officially. She reached out to me, persuaded me that she did some soul searching and was ready to give it a go. It took me almost a year to trust her completely, and eventually it worked. We split twice in 2016 and 2017 for some 4-5 weeks, but never ceased communicating. She asked for a separation once, I slammed the door the second time, we both just got emotional, nothing really serious although this might have signified future issues. This is where I could have taken a different route, if only I knew. Moved in together in 2017. Got married in 2019 right after we moved into our first own flat. 2019 was the year when I got sick low grade fever for some 6 plus month and other symptoms on me CFS, but eventually I went through it at least for now. This was the point where her libido started to gradually fade away, as she later confessed not that easy to have s time with a sick man, but we were still in love. Remember I mentioned trauma? 
She was really struggling with some issues including chronic depression, eating disorder, separation issues took care of her mom more than she should do etc. She has been seeing therapist on a regular basis since 2017, has been taking SSRIs ever since which eventually messed with our relations. And, as it often happens, she is extremely gifted applied arts, design etc. but never actually believing in herself. I was always there, as she herself confessed. Made some minor mistakes, but never let her down and was extremely supporting. As the COVID started in 2020, we both admitted we grew extremely closer despite spending almost 100% of time together in a small flat. Her depression and eating disorder almost went into a remission, and we couldn't be happier. Spent lots of time together inside and outside. Dream job I am a game producer and love of my life next to me with pandemic raging somewhere. Purchased and moved into our new flat in 2021. Renovated it together, had some minor semi-friendly arguments, but nothing serious. Tick-tock, D-Day approaching. End of 2021 beginning of 2022 is the time when I felt something was starting to go wrong. First the gut feeling, then S time becomes rare still not a dead bedroom though, she is drifting further emotionally, she starts to display major signs of uncertainty whether we are headed in the right direction as a couple etc etc eventually I dug into books, and pushed myself to start working on this whole thing seriously while she was trying to figure out what's going in her head. Countdown begins. In March 2022 she asks for some time alone in a city in a country located nearby some one-hour flight and I willingly agree and purchase tickets for her. When she is back it was never the same, disengagement, absence of physical contact etc. We still talk though, discuss things and try to approach things differently I already know fearful avoidance or scared of long conversation, and the new tactics even have some minor effect. April 2022 she asks for a brief separation one month to do some soul searching in the same city as before. I purchase tickets. She assures me she is willing to work and asks me to find a family counselor while she is away. Messages me every day, though I'm trying to stay pretty much distance to give her time with herself. Bam! D-Day is here. I felt something was wrong from the first day she was there. You know, Liars are often exposed when they made up an excessive amount of details for their stories. This is why I felt something was wrong, and bam I accidentally ran across the profile of her ex from probably 2012 Instagram recommended section, which was quite surprising per se because we shared a good laugh when the guy, semi-unemployed pseudo-intellectual wannabe musician, reached out to her in 2015 while we were already in serious relations. I did a brief search across the digital footprint, and guess what? She is staying with him while texting me and assuring she is working on herself. I messaged her today telling I am aware of this. She immediately denounces our marriage oh that paradigmatic avoidant coping and says she wants divorce as soon as she's back read, done sleeping with this guy. I do not object. And here I go. Sitting in the flat we built together full of stuff we shared together and grieving. Moving out to my friend's flat tomorrow since I don't want to spend any more time in our home. Obviously, I am willing to fix this, but at the same time it is pretty much obvious despite all side factors like that it is like a rebound from a crisis which in turn emerged from the avoidant partner involving too much into relations that the damage done is far beyond reparable. Time to move on, I guess. Thanks for reading this stream of consciousness to this point, you are a hero to have tolerated this. Any advice or support is appreciated. 
I am at the beginning of scrapping the pa- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Past 15 years, one, two of my life actually and putting all this asset together from the very beginning. Three weeks since D-Day. Moderately positive update. It's been some three weeks since D-Day. So I decided to share some insights with my fellow co-survivors. Here are some updates, takeaways and reflections formulated as tips. Some of you might find it helpful. Sorry for my language, I am from a Slavic country. D. Zero. Some of the fellow Redditors told me she would reach out at some point or another asking whether we could fix this and start again, like most of WS's do when the affair fog is gone. Oh well, this is where it gets funny. WW took one. Data reach out. It would have been reasonable to expect remorse, but hell no. Instead she is trying to rug sweep this and makes some subtle attempts to reason with me. Feels like a comedy of errors SMH. A bad one, actually. I have not made my mind regarding reconciliation yet since she is still away. As soon as she's back we will have hell of a talking to do but I'd estimate the chances is very slim. She is in therapy with a new IC, and seems to make slight progress at least with sorting her own issues but obviously still not fully comprehend what she has done and what she is about to face. 1. Therapy IC. I've been in therapy since day 2 upon discovery. I owe much to a friend who provided a reliable counselor who was available ASAP. My advice here would be pretty much obvious, seek therapy immediately. There were literally millions of people in your current situation and probably dozens among the clients of any decent therapist considering the divorce rate in any country. That means the methodology supposed to help you heal and move on is well designed and well tested. CBT, EMDR, you name it. I am now trying to combine different approaches to eventually find what works best for me long term. 2. Balance between staying preoccupied and compulsive compensatory activities. First week was kind of surreal because I increased physical activity exponentially yet stress was already taking its toll on my physic. Week 2 and I calmed down a bit shifting focus to some more cognitively engaging activities. Took singing classes, got back to drawing and composing music and balanced these activities with jogging gravel biking. Works just fine. 3. Time for yourself. Funny enough, this situation provides a lot of time to assess your own status from a different standpoint. I was to some extent aware that we were in codependent relationships, but God, it feels so good to spend some quality time with yourself instead of being constantly preoccupied with trying to read what's on your partner's mind or trying to damage control her mood swings. I even imagine Doc and Marty approaching me at some point and offering a chance to prevent what's happened. My response would be negative. This situation shed light on the darkest corners of our marriage and lanced the abscess that could have been plaguing my life for some more time. 4. Baby steps. I honestly feel like riding on a sinusoidal wave these days. Some days feel better than ever before, taking time to truly appreciate people I once took for granted, 
enjoying newfound hobbies etc. Other days are just constantly roaming in the dark and feeling the shadows of suicidal thoughts lurking behind my back. But the proportion of the former and the latter has changed immensely in favor of the former. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and no, this is not a freight train coming your way. I guess one might consider himself truly healed at the point he she is 100% comfortable with him herself rather than establishing new relationships which might still bear some traits of rebound. 5. Post-traumatic growth. I found myself too much absorbed by YouTube videos, Reddit posts and forums on coping with infidelity divorce reconciliation etc. at some point. Not anymore. Guess I am too emphatic and they either give me a false glimpse of hope or bring me down to the point when I think my life might not be as happy as it once was. Instead I tried to focus on some general topics of healing, coping with stress, developing mindfulness and assertiveness etc etc. I particularly mentioned a concept of post-traumatic growth because it intuitively feels very healthy to try and see positive outcomes of the tragedy you are still facing. Fake it till you make it I guess? 6. Health tips. Just as I mentioned earlier, I definitely started to face the physical consequences of the stress. Poor sleep, losing weight and I was already very lean etc. Pills definitely help. Consult with your healthcare specialist and don't hesitate to add some supplements to your meal plan. I am not sure I am able to list what I am taking it might not be allowed welcomed by the subreddit rules plus it is purely individual but anyone can do the research. Update, why me? Nasty infidelity details. STBXW came back from her trip couple of days ago and we finally sat down to discuss our not existing future. Obviously, she trickle-truthed me, attempted to share the blame with me but I assume I managed to damage control this properly. Anyways, some nasty details resurfaced. She really spent a week in a kind of drug den. She used throughout all this week and barely remembers some hours of her life. Side note. She doesn't have a history of drug abuse and as far as I know never really tried anything before. Her ex or probably future fiancé lol? Is really a total misfit. No work, constant substance abuse, still fully dependent on his parents though he is 30-something. She talks of him with a barely hidden disgust and disdain now, how ironic. He is okay with ducking a still married woman. She even tried to convince me he is not to blame because it was she who initiated the visit which ended up this way. They are having unprotected sx. Multiple times. Under the influence. Imagine, what might be there except for STDs. Not really saying HIV, but. And finally, she is now pregnant. All this feels so surreal I sometimes can't believe I am amidst of this. Why? Can't figure out how come? How come the woman I loved, respected and cared for so much and who responded equally most of the time during the days of our marriage ended up pregnant from a drug addict who looks sick and might be actually sick with something more serious than actually addiction? How was this possible that she swapped a decent man I know I am? And it's not a narcissistic pretending in a family bed in a best district of our city for a misfit on a dirty sofa some 800 kilometers away. And, most importantly, she felt the signs of pregnancy throughout this three weeks, but never even took a test. She can't even respond why, limiting her answers to I did not want to. Seems like the if I ignore it, maybe it will go away? Thing. 
My therapist assumed according to the way she discusses the events as if it was not her but someone else and withdraws from taking any steps to fix the consequences at least for her own body no STD tests, no pregnancy tests nothing for weeks that a dissociative identity disorder or something similar might be the reason. Obviously, it will never ever be diagnosed. The self-destructive behavior will continue. Imagine, she comes back pregnant and sick from it all and immediately visits the gym. Clearly quite absurd. She never was and probably never will be able to fully process her trauma or to face the consequences. The only thing she is afraid of is that the truth might come to light and friends relatives will judge her. Perfect depiction of guilt versus remorse thing. The immense guilt is consuming her throughout most of her life, but she always rug sweeps it. Guess it was just a matter of time. It is only now that I understand the degree to what this human being was broken inside all this time but managed to conceal it deep within until it bursted out one day. I understand how this pendulum works and how she's always longing to fall down and then rise up to feel some dopamine kick in my therapist called it using drugs in a dirty gutter one day, and attempting to ascend Everest the other. I wish I could have detected this downward spiral earlier. All this situation put me through the worst pain in my life but luckily enough nothing can hurt me more any time in the future. Understanding this is soothing. I was ready for the brutal picture, and did a couple of EMDR sessions these weeks it helped battle mind movies immensely but I wasn't actually ready for the pregnancy thing, and it hit my ego badly because we were discussing kids starting this year, but did not manage to conceive. Her health issues were considered to be the reason, and she addressed them. It happens that either she is now cured, or the real undiagnosed issue was me. I feel a weird mixture of disgust and compassion to this human being. So totally and gracefully broken. I am really thankful it all took just months or weeks to collapse anyone knows acute stress is better than chronic. I continue my healing, and the best thing I heard yesterday was I have very mixed and complex feelings for you, but I think I do not believe in our family anymore. Oh I bet you don't, darling. Thank you for reading this. Update. Quote from a WW that says it all. To anyone who's browsing this sub right now. I know you barely do this out of curiosity. I know you currently might be roaming in the darkest place you've ever been to. Some of you might even cherish hopes to reconcile or whatever. Do not. Eventually we all will find ourselves much better off. This is the way. Here's a quote from a dialogue with my cheating STBXW to illustrate what cheating and cheaters are. WW, I feel neither guilt nor remorse because our marriage was dead long before I cheated. We should have divorced long ago. Me, I asked you whether you want a divorce quite a few times several weeks before you cheated. You hesitated and said no and proceeded to ask me find a family therapist to mend this. Why? WW, I don't remember that, and I don't remember you asking either. Me, why then didn't you tell me we are done when you were on right on your way to cheat? I got you tickets, called you a taxi, gave you money. WW, I didn't tell you out of pity. Me, so you didn't want to hurt my feelings with the truth I asked for earlier, but considered getting pregnant from a sick looking junkie will not hurt them? WW, Redditor's reactions. Redditor 1, I didn't tell you out of cowardice. Redditor follow up, that's usually the answer. These types set the bar so low. I actually almost admire the ones that come forward the next day. Redditor 2, what a roller coaster. And now she is pregnant, divorce and renounce all ties. 
frankly at the point of splitting things take your personal things and leave everything else to her, they're going to be needing it in the flop house, and there's such a strange irony in still being the good guy when they raise their little cracked baby in a dresser drawer that you gifted them. Oh those lying liars, and the lies they lie. What liars? No baby deserves that family, as soon as you're free and clear report them to child services as a two-finger salute when their junkie affair crack den baby is born. They can Instagram the raid. Why would a liar feel guilty or remorse over anything? Take all the cheaters and put them on an island. Call it Cheater Island. They can fornicate in drugs and depravity until their society collapses from its inability to consider anything past its short-sighted immediate wants, and we need to call in Snake Pliskin to go in and clean house. Op answer, love your reference to escape from. So much, black heart. Not sure whether the baby would eventually be born, I doubt that since she is already enrolled into abortion process not that easy in our country. But who really cares? Splitting assets is another pain in the ATBH but I'll made it through. Redditor 3, what a narcissist. Just stop talking to her. She will never tell the truth. Always has to lie and gaslight because she is too much of a coward to deal with the consequences of her actions. Redditor follow up, so true. Cowardice under the premise of not wanting to hurt you. Duh, you screwed around and got caught, that hurt more than anything you can say afterwards coward.